Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 184th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, dickheads on motorcycles going past me as I'm doing the intro. God damn A bunch it. Have of they, nonsense. Have they no respect for the craft? <laughs> have they no shame? <laughs> With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and a man who has lots of respect for the craft of podcasting, as Ooh. he is, in fact, a master of it. <laughs> As he's, he's doing one right now, if you can believe it. God, it's good to be back. It's it is been, good to be back. It's been what the philosophers call a hot minute since we uh, recorded a pod last time. It has. The last time we recorded, I was in your town of Sterling. You um, were, and so what is that? That's that's over three weeks ago. That's three weeks ago. Yeah, we four, kept the pods four four weeks ago. Four no, weeks ago. I'm, Wait. No. Wait. Wait. Really? When? When? When did? When did you come here? Was it not the ninth? It was. Yeah. It was. Shit. Yeah. It's been about four weeks. <laughs> Goddamn. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Existential crisis. <laughs> no wonder we're bleeding subs. <laughs> we're not. I mean, not more than usual. Um, but we did keep the. <laughs> we're not. By the way, we are very successful. <laughs> we did keep some pods consistently coming. Consistently being not the operative word there. But anyway, we are mm. back. With a semi-up-to-date pod, actually no, an extremely up-to-date pod, this will be going out. <laughs> actually, this is live stream. <laughs> as soon as I can uh, can edit it, pretty much, so maybe in the next couple of days, because the weekend coming up. But Ooh. <clears throat> uh, today we're going to be talking, I thought we'd do a couple of news items from the past little while. Okay. Mainly one, which is not very relevant to the rest of the world, but to us extremely. It, it is a... Okay. <laughs> A, tra- okay. a trailer with a tremendous twist, which I'm excited to talk about. Ah, yes. It, it, it does have a <laughs> what a humongous twist in it, mm. some could say. Uh, and then I was thinking, because I have a ton... I've been watching a lot of movies. I have a ton of mini-reviews. I was thinking, we save... I don't know how many you have, but we save most for another pod. We do one mini-review each, then we do a little bit on Dungeons & Dragons, and then we talk Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Ooh. 3. How does that sound? You know what? I think that sounds very good. That does sound fantastic. Um, so, time codes down below if you want to skip around. It's going to be a good episode. Um, before we start, not, not an anecdote, but I did just want to mention, not that you should ever click off this podcast and go listen to something else, but after this podcast, may I just recommend, mm. um, Sylvester Stallone's Daughters have a podcast mm. called, um, I think it's called Unwaxed or something, which is a okay. kind of... I have questions. Strange name. But um, <laughs> I have serious questions. <laughs> they had uh, Daddy Stallone on, as you would uh, as you would expect. <laughs> Delone, as he's called. Delone. And I would just suggest you go listen to the first two minutes of that podcast. I won't spoil what's said, but um, I'll just no, say... No, no, no. You, you, you've said this to me. I, I, no, I'm saying like for the audience. Oh, for the audience, I see. I the see, I the see. audience, you yeah, know, I did I immediately. I had to send it to you. I just say, if you're a fan of this <laughs> podcast, I think you'll enjoy the first two minutes of the uh, Stallone daughter podcast. Uh, so go it check was, that uh, out. <laughs> not to spoil anything here, but mm. hey, <laughs> yeah, don't want to spoil anything, but uh, bird. So you, uh, I'm sure you can't put together what happens, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm sure it's a mystery what goes on in this podcast. Um, I'm gonna say let's let's dive right into some newsums. Um, we have a bunch of trailers, and I, we also will have to catch up on some comments and stuff. But let's do let's do some trailers. Um, first, let's start with okay. let's start with the the Marvels. The Marvels had a trailer. Yes, the next Marvel okay. film. Um, 
I have not seen it. Okay. Well, you know, we'll skip over that one then. That's fine. Um, <laughs> no, no, we can talk about it. It's it's topical. Well, it, it's it is topical, but it really does not look like anything. Like it's, it looks fine. It looks like th- okay. Any of these. It looks pretty pretty darn average. <laughs> it looks, looks like all of them. Uh, do you see the trailer for okay. Next Goal Wins, the Taika movie with Fastbender? Ah. Uh, Okay. I might have. It sounds very familiar. It's not Describe a... it to me in great detail, <laughs> and I will. Uh, Fastbender is either British or Australian or New Zealand or. I've German. seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't about the trailer. This is just him, um, and he's training a football team from like I want to say like Samoa, and they're really bad. But then he kicks them into shape. Nothing. It looks it's really like a, funny. It's like a it's, it's like a Ted Lasso kind of situation. A bit. It's it's Taika Waititi's next film. I actually think it looks fantastic. I would, I'm really excited for it. Um, Very nice. All right. Do you see the trailer trailer for Dune Two Tune? This is not. A, I, I realize it's not a promising start to the pod. Although, don't worry, we're getting to the stuff you really want to hear about. Don't don't you? Don't I have that. I have seen the trailer to Dune Tune Tune. Okay. Um, what did you think? <laughs> I wasn't ready for you to actually see. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, what the hell? Um, looks. Pretty okay. Looks like uh, the first one. I'm, doesn't ex- it? I'm excited for it. What do you say? It looks like the first one, pretty much. Yeah, not not much has changed. I see um, Brolin is still kicking about somehow. I believe. Even I thought um, he died in the first one. Enormous Scarsguard monster. I think he made an appearance. Did he not? Big old. <laughs> that's just that's just Scarsguard. <laughs> also known as Stellan <laughs> um, to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I yeah, it, honestly, it looks. Pretty good. I I'm gonna watch the second one. I thought the first one was pretty good. I kind of forgot about it, which says a little bit about it as well, I guess. Mm. But um, I I'm here for it. I will say when I saw the first one, and I'm sure we talked about it in the pod. I was like, this is amazing, the most amazing visuals, whatever. And ever since, I haven't really thought about it at all. I never like exactly. To That's go what back. I mean. Like, I think it is very much a cinema experience where it's like you go in, it's like, oh wow, this is great. In the similar way to Avatar, maybe it could be cool to return to the world in the cinema. Um, but mm. we do also have Florence Pugh and Austin Butler, two good actors. So yeah, that's that's something. All right, well yeah, Dune Two Tune, pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Then there was of course the Godzilla X Kong porno film released. <laughs> it's called like a new dynasty or whatever the fuck you know generic title do you see the, the teaser for this I, I i did not see the teaser for this i had not even heard for, heard of this it was uh it was just like a visualization type it was just like a little teaser thing but it looks like so i'll describe it to you in great detail we start okay please. on an ape-like creature and then it zooms out and then there are the skulls of kong and, and it's godzilla. george <laughs> yeah. oh it's godzilla x kong x george um and uh, so apparently they're now teaming up and it looks like they're going to be fighting a big old monkey. But I thought I thought Godzilla was the big old monkey. <laughs> you, mean, C- you mean correct me if I'm wrong. Kong. Yeah. Oh, was he not? You you said Wait, Godzilla. What? You did call Godzilla the big old monkey. Oh, I that see. That is a goof on your part. Yeah, no, that, that was what I was thinking. But <laughs> that, is, that is my bad. I think if you remember <laughs> the first, it's going to be like a Kong sibling rivalry, and then Godzilla <laughs> comes in and just. Beats the shit out of it. I'd, I'd be here for it. If you remember the first film, which I don't know if you've seen or not, um, at the end they team up to fight Mecha Godzilla. So I do. I I've not seen the movie, but I've seen scenes. So it makes as sense I'm, as I'm prone to do. <laughs> yeah, you've seen a uh, 15 second Instagram reels because you are of this generation. <laughs> of I've seen some cool uh, Mecha Godzilla edits. <laughs> um, so it kind of makes sense they'd fight a big monkey this time. Um, 
Apparently, a lot of the the cast is returning. You can tell I'm really invested. A bunch of the cast is returning, including Brian Tyree Henry, who was in the first movie, and as much as I love him, was terrible in it. Um, who's who is that again? It's a uh, orange and and or tangerine. Um, ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it is. It is lemon, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You always do this. Gives two options, neither of which are right. <laughs> anyway, it looks fine, cool. The big one, though, is, is of course... Is this the news that's very relevant to us? Yes. So, uh, this went a little under the okay. radar. For me, especially. Because I, I, I try to watch <laughs> most of the new trailers that come out, just in case, you know, I'm like, oh, I didn't know this was coming out. And then, you know, put it in my little release calendar. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. So, I see this a yeah. haunting in Venice. And it looks... We're like, okay. It could be like a thriller or something. And I start watching it, and I'm thinking, okay, is this like a... A Guillermo del Toro type kind of whimsical horror thing. Uh, it's it's yeah, looking yeah. it's looking kind of interesting, and I'd like to I'd like to stress, and maybe we're just out of the news cycle, but I'd heard nothing about this movie's production or that it was being made. Me neither. They they didn't spoil anything in the thumbnail, which I appreciate. It was just like a huh, just a classic movie, and so I have never been like shocked like this by a movie trailer before where like i legitimately did not know it was coming and well, i think i said you did not know how to react and you started screaming <laughs> and you can you can have the honors of of describing to the audience what what happens here oh a true honor thank you it's uh well as you said it's this kind of like mysterious thriller horror kind of thing mm. also it doesn't really fit the vibe of what i of the eventual reveal of, of the eventual reveal <laughs> no. but yeah <laughs> towards the end of the trailer, it does in fact <laughs> zoom into a cheeky face zoom mm. on one Acubravo. <laughs> Probably the best detective. <laughs> it's Russian for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best detective. Um, yeah, I was. I, I burst out laughing also because <laughs> the setup was you sent me this and say, I'm not going to say anything. Just watch this. <laughs> It's like you're just the <laughs> ultimate jump scare. Um, yeah. So it's the third... So he's, he returns. He, ret- he didn't die, maybe. I don't know. I didn't see the last one. But he returns. Ercul... I still can't believe you've not seen the last one. I, I might have. We've built, the, we've built this, like, cult, he's this cult phenom. And you haven't bothered to watch bother. one of the two movies he's in. Um, yeah, Kenneth Brown. Legitimately, my reaction to it, when it pulled out the end, I was like, Oh, Kenneth Branagh's like doing another role with a mustache. Like that's kind of like I was like I'll make a funny joke about this being like Hercule Poirot, and I was like, wait a fucking minute, that is Hercule Poirot. <laughs> wait a minute, I know that mustache. <laughs> and so yeah, it's it's a horror movie kind of because at the end he does the classic like look in the mirror and then there's no one, then look back in the mirror and there's like a creepy girl behind you, or whatever. Um, so an yeah, interesting. But direction. so is it? So it's it's not a murder mystery. It's like a. A horror haunted house kind of mystery. It, it seems thing. like a, a haunted house, like not like scary, but sort of like whimsically fantastical. Uh, which I guess is. But sure, but surely it can't be fantastical if because we've done a bunch of not done a bunch, but like we've we've seen Hercule in, in action. Hmm. Well, I mean, so are they just doing a complete universe switch here? And suddenly you see Hercules <laughs> flying through the air, <laughs> riding his stash. <laughs> I mean, there was something kind of whimsically fantastical <laughs> about eight people stabbing Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost elf-like. It was beautiful. <laughs> there was some movie magic in, in works there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- that being said, though, I'm kind of, I kind of like the random switch because 
I mean, it's so I've not, not seen the last one. I was because I was like, ah, you know, it'll probably be kind of the same. It'll be fine. So this one, at least I'm I'm talking about, you know, and also. Um, I was very much sure that the last movie did not do well at the box office, so I'm kind of... Another reason why it, sh- it really caught me off guard. They, they did this just Do you to think they're us. just going to make this a thing where they just... They write a movie script, film the entire thing, <laughs> and then they just... In the last few weeks of production, they in- they spice it up with a Hercule twist, <laughs> yeah. and he just enters a random movie universe. <laughs> they digitally just... Like a time traveler. I... Honestly, Honestly, kind of, kind of a great idea. That sounds just kind fucking of fantastic. Have, have this character just <laughs> randomly show up in movies like once or once every other year or something. Just genre hopping. I love that. Yeah, it could be in like a, a cop procedural, <laughs> a a western. You're watch. You're watching the opera out of nowhere. You're like, wait a minute. I recognize that He's hair behind on that, you on that there upper lip. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, a haunting in Venice. Sure, I guess. Um, yeah, I. I will watch. I say we could now transition into our mini-reviews. Um, mm. And I say, you do one, I do one. And then we do Dungeons and Guardians. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to go first, or should I go first? What are we thinking? You you, you can hit it. You can hit it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go with a, a topical one, because it came out a few months ago. I finally had the chance to see it. Okay. With the uh, the Papa Hudson. Um, mm. We went and we were going to go see Air, but then it was not playing, which was sad. So instead, we... It ch- did not air, one could say. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Give me a minute over here. Um, <laughs> Give me some paper towels. <laughs> we did go see The Fablemans, a.k.a. the mm. Spielberg movie about my dad's getting a divorce or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was... Uh, nice. It was, it was pretty good. Um, it was very Spielbergy with its sort of, you know, like... It's a bit cheesy. It's a bit kind of sappy, but in a in a in a cute way that you you appreciate. Um, uh huh. Okay. And I mean, yeah, it, it was all very well made. And as an aspiring filmmaker, because it's sort of his, you know, the story of how he started making movies and whatnot in his childhood. It was it was cool to see, you know. Also, because I'm not saying I am the next Spielberg. However, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I've got so many things can come with Spielberg, but <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, but there were just like some, which I'm sure a lot of aspiring filmmakers can relate to, but just, you know, some cute moments of like how he first made his first movie with some toys he had, and then he made movies with like his friends and all this stuff, and it's sort of, you know, mm. relatable things like that. I'll just say, by the way, a little amazing parallel here. In the movie and in his life, his first movie, he was a kid, he like smashed two toy trains together and he made a movie of that. Mm. When I was a kid, my first ever movie was in fact, I had an Indiana Jones Lego set, and I had... Indiana Jones gets shot, and I blew with a straw, and that knocked him over, and it was an amazing effect. And I just thought, you know, the Spielberg connection there, very good. But anyway... Very um, good Spielberg connection. I do think, however, you would enjoy a certain aspect of the film. And there there was a bit of it, because a lot of it's about, like, how kind of dysfunctional his parents' relationship was. Which is interesting Mm. drama, but also, occasionally, I'm not gonna lie, I felt, like, slightly uncomfortable to watch a man make a movie about his parents' (laughs) bad marriage. Um, and you say this is why I would like it. No, no, well, no. The, the, <laughs> yeah, so you really like it. It was super uncomfortable and <laughs> talking about divorce. It's about failed relationships and a lack of communication. I think you'd find it hilarious. Um, but I think the, the kicker that you'd enjoy, uh, a large, and spoiler alert for the Fablemans and Steven's life, but a large part of the film is uh, his mother does have an affair with someone. And that someone in the film Ooh. is Seth Rogen. 
So Steven Spielberg, is it actually? I would say the age of like 76, made a movie about his dad getting cucked by Seth Rogen, which is kind of a baller Do you think this is like the old, do you think this is like the ultimate kind of comeuppance and getting back at the guy (laughs) that his mom cheated with by casting Seth Rogen as him? I mean, very much possible. Not saying anything bad. (laughs) To be fair, he fits the role very well. He's supposed to be like a bit of a jokey man, but also it was slightly distracting. I was like... Oh, you really cast Seth Rogen as, as the man who... <laughs> Am I really film. watching Donkey Kong? <laughs> yeah. He does hit a very subtle... I can tell Spielberg told him to restrain it. He hits a very subtle <laughs> kind, of, kind of moment. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was kind of sweet. I did feel... I don't know. I guess it's based on real life, so like you can't go too hard or whatever. But, and I don't want to disrespect Spielberg or his mother, because that would be bad, especially for someone who wants to the film industry. What a sentence. <laughs> but, I mean... His mom in the movie, she's a very, very complicated person, but I would also say she is very hard to root for and like, and it feels like... Are you supposed to root for her? I, it feels like that, or it feels like you're, I don't know, it like, and I guess it's kind of complicated because it's told from his perspective, and it's sort of like, you know, he, even though she's made some mistakes, he sticks with her because he's her son or whatever, but there was a little bit of like, I don't know, there's a moment, they have a moment in like a field where they're kind of like laughing about this thing and they're sort of like ah oh, like what's gonna happen and i was like ah you're still i'm not really on board with this like wholesome moment here like you still you still cheated on, yeah, on paul dano like... with with seth rogan i get it's a complicated life thing and whatever and <laughs> there's depth to it but also the poor i mean <laughs> but also what the fuck <laughs> yeah it just kind of ends with like the dad kind of being sad which i guess is his life but oh i don't know which i guess is <laughs> I guess very accurate, happened but, but yeah so Anyway, it, it was cute enough, and it was interesting, and it had, I will say, it had, did have one funny moment towards the end, where um, there's, like, this bully or something starts crying in front of the Steven Spielberg character, and um, he's like, you better not tell anyone about this, and then the Steven Spielberg character's like, unless I make a movie about it someday, it's kind of like, ah, because he did make a movie ah, about it. Ah, reference. Pretty good. But yeah, uh, pretty fun. I'm sorry about all those things I said about your mom. Um, I didn't mean it. It was just a movie thing. Anyway, pretty good, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. Please. <laughs> all right. Um, that does sound quite good. I might. I might give it a give it a cheeky watch. Um, my one movie I'm gonna go with also topical. Dare I say even more so? Oh. It came out more recently. Sheesh. Uh, um, I went to watch Evil Dead Rise. Ooh, that is very topical. Very topical, and dare I say. Very good. Very good. I, I mean, I was terrified, and I ha- I didn't have a great time with it, in terms of <laughs> I my... soiled myself. <laughs> <laughs> I brought sixteen different pairs of underwear with me, <laughs> and none were clean at the end. <laughs> but it was uh, it was actually a very very good movie. I think possibly apart from Get Out, I think this is definitely my favorite horror movie, and definitely my favorite like kind of, you know demonic over the top kind of kind of mm. horror movie it was very good it kind of like it was also like it kind of strayed from the norm because this one was just like constant action and gore it was like almost like a home invasion movie where there's like the entirety of it it's just this like it ha- like the entire movie takes place over like the course of i want to say like five hours or something mm. it's uh it's actually very very good the effects are great the acting's really good and it's just so gross, and I was just and very scary. Um, uh, there's, I will say, for, for the first time in a long time, very good child actor. Wow, 
That is a I enjoyed. That is a huge a good movie. compliment from the, <laughs> the tall guard. For those who don't know, Freddy traditionally hates children. <laughs> for him to say it was a not even I think the best you've gone so far is like I didn't hate him. <laughs> so to say it's an actually good performance. That's that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was it was a good performance. Um and the I guess not the main character, but like the mom who spoiler alert, I mean I don't know if you have you seen the trailer? Uh, yeah, but yeah, you can spoil it. Like, like the the mom who like gets possessed, um, and stuff like that. Actually, also very good and very scary and just like, ugh, so gross. And there's this like reoccurring thing, with spoiler alert. It's not a huge like thing, but it's just like a reoccurring thing where the main character she's like pregnant. It was like accidental pregnancy, and once the mom gets possessed, she really like just kind of, like, goes in on her for it in, like, weird and gross ways. I was like, ah, this is, ugh. I didn't like, like physically it. physically or, um, or verbally? Both. Oh. Like, she's, like, she, like, kind of scratches the stomach a little bit, and then she says, like, this little bitch should have gotten aborted and stuff. I was like, oh, no. Damn. But overall, movie was actually very, very good, and a very satisfying ending to it as well. Oh. Have you seen the other Evil Dead movies out of interest? I have not. I, but it, uh, it stood alone. I've strayed far away. Yeah, it did stand alone. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think. I think it might be the origin, but it, again, I haven't seen the other one, so I don't really mm. know. But like, it's it's kind of weird where the beginning of the movie basically served as an was it an epilogue? Like what like happens at the end of what actually is going to happen in the movie? But they kind of like mm. show the show a bit of action in the beginning. Huh. That's a, yeah, because I think the from what I know of the others, I haven't seen them, but I have some friends who love them. They're kind of like very over the top and maybe like a little bit satirical horror movies. And would you say this yeah. sort of had that vibe? I mean, again, I, I it's definitely over the top, and I think it is uh, satirical in some ways. I don't know. I can't really compare it to the other ones, obviously, mm. but it did feel like just full on gore for a lot of it, which I think worked for it. Yeah. Fair enough. You're a so I was sitting, I, there was there was many times there was like six people who left the cinema because it was like really didn't watch it. Yeah, and then I was sitting there just kind of like shivering in me timbers. <laughs> Damn, yeah, it effectively spooked you good. That's yeah, sometimes you talk <laughs> yeah, about horror movies and you um, certifiably spooky. <laughs> and like I think with like Smile, you were like, yeah, you know, it was, it was okay. It wasn't like that scary. So for it to mm. to actually shake those timbers, I think that's a pretty ringing yeah. endorsement. Color them. Color them shaken. <laughs> um, well, speaking of topical, and ooh, a film that we actually saw together in the latest we did. Woody's, where we went to... Uh, a su- surprisingly good time. And, uh, Not the Woody, the movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> the Woody was trash. Um, <laughs> but we did, in fact, in Sterling, go together to go see Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Mm. And... A film that I, I genuinely, I think we talked about on the pod, so I'd, li- I'd like some credit for this. But, uh, like, when it was announced, it's like, who cares, it's Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not a nerd. But then I saw uh-huh. the trailer, and I was like, you know what? That looks a bit charming. Um, <laughs> you know what? I like it. That might be worth my money. And I, I was thinking, watching the trailer, maybe it was like a Lord and Miller thing, because it kind of had that vibe. But it turns out, it is the director, or the directors of Game Night, which kind of makes sense, because mm. that is also very yeah. delightful fun movie and it was extremely enjoyable way better than it It was just so nice yeah it had no right being so good um i will say like the beginning of it i was i was like 
because I went in with very low expectations. I think the beginning, I was like, all right, this is exactly what I think it's going to be. Mm. And then after like 10, 15 minutes, just picked up. It was just a good, fun time. It's just an absolute romp. It's been compared to Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that's an appropriate comparison. It's very much in that style of a, a fun mm. team of wisecrackers. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the way I, uh, my intonation, I made it sound like wisecrackers was two words. I meant... Wisecrackers, singular. <laughs> no, it was just it was it was a super fun like team dynamic, and it was just one of those like I don't know they they do these movies where they have like banter and what I mean a, a lot of the kind of more recent Marvel movies have been like this where they have banter and it feels kind of forced and like production line like and this was just one where like the character the, the actors actually had good chemistry the writing was actually funny it was just actually yeah. good mm-hmm. the and can we just talk about. The fact that Grant, who's in this, mm. very nuttily, has just resorted to playing a single role for the rest <laughs> yeah, of his life. Hugh Grant plays one character in every movie now. This is the same as it was in The Gentleman. He is Fletcher Mundo. And the same as in, was it, Fucking like, Rudiger? Operation Fortune, yeah. Just, like, a kind of, of uh, not kind of, an extremely nutty, um, kind yeah. of nefarious character. Uh-huh. Um, who's just... Like a, a big, a huge dick, but also just very enjoyable to watch. And he's kind of, kind of foppish, like British, and yeah, just, just so good. I don't know. He's, but he is very much the same character in every movie now. <laughs> yeah. um, but he was great. Also, spoilers for the movie. Um, I just very much enjoy a good, um, a good. The villain gets the absolute shit beat out of them at the end moment, and this mm. movie does Hulk, contain Hulk that. style. Hulk style on Loki. Um, there's just a great thirty second sequence where they all just pulp him, and it's <laughs> just <laughs> really fantastic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, and it also it it went like above and beyond to make set pieces interesting. Where you know, with yeah. a, a Fast and Furious or say uh, an Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania thing. They kind of, I don't want to say they do the bare minimum, but they kind of do exactly what you're expecting. And here there are so many, as maybe is true for the Dungeons & Dragons game, who's to say I've never played I'm not a nerd. They, you're, not um, a, you're not knowing the lore here. Right. They do, they have so many different contraptions and spells and, you know, different methods of getting into a place and impersonating another person, turning into this animal. None of it's confusing, but it's just, uh, like... It makes all the action scenes really fun and engaging, and like they all have different kind of abilities and specialties. It's like exactly mm-hmm. what you'd want a, I guess you'd call it like a heist type movie with like a team of people with diverse yeah, skill yeah. sets. It, it, it did, yeah, it did feel like, I mean, I guess it was in some parts, but it did feel like a little bit of a, a heist movie. They had to have the different abilities, uh, and they complemented each other well. Um, what, did you, what did you think of the the illusions that were sometimes put up, specifically the Pratt one where his face starts melting and going insane. <laughs> that was that was wonderful. Um, also, I think you mean Pine. You did say Pratt. I'm just going to put that out God, there. You're, you're, you're a little it. off your game today, I'm, but it's okay. I'm, um, I'm all over the place. <laughs> no, that, that, Chris. Was, that was great. Yeah, there were just like a lot of really funny moments. I really liked, I think his name is Justice Smith, who was the kind of like loser mm-hmm. wizard guy. Loser... Um, <laughs> The loser wizard. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez, who, to be fair, I've only seen her in the Fast and Furious movies, but I have not been crazy about her in those. What I thought she fu- was really good Sorry. here. Sorry. What's... Are you good? There's a fucking marching parade Oh, going on outside my street, which is delightful. <laughs> oh, it's because it's the king's coronation or something today. Oh, is Maybe. it? Maybe. It is, but... Is it? I don't know if it oh. is. Is it? Huh. 
Also, your I didn't think your street would be very frequented. It's not like a main. Yeah, road. <laughs> it's for you. It's like a bunch of police and drummer boys. <laughs> it's a very bizarre arrest situation. <laughs> <laughs> they figured me out. <laughs> they know they'll get you They're out only... with the drums. <laughs> they know I listen to the tunes. <laughs> also, did you see that video of the people on the football pitch chanting, you can shove your coronation up your ass? I did not, but was, I can definitely imagine it. It was, it was very Lizzie's in a box-esque. Um, <laughs> but... Um, I was going to say something else. Um, yeah, also, yeah, it's completely accessible to anyone who hasn't played Dungeons & Dragons, which, for the record, I'm joking mm. when I say that's only for nerds. We do a movie podcast. Calm down. Um, yeah, yeah. But there was one other thing. What did I want to say? Um, oh, <laughs> although the abilities and all the powers and stuff were not confusing, what was confusing was a certain cameo, which, uh, spoilers for Dungeons & Dragons, a very... Oh, yes. <laughs> very so st- incredibly strange. <laughs> like, I, not even... It's not like the weirdest thing that could have happened, but it's so random. <laughs> I feel like it is. It's like it's, it's, it's so it random. Like, <laughs> I, like there's if you ask me to predict something, like anything that would happen in this movie, I think that might genuinely be the last thing I would ever have seen coming. Yeah, so so Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Spoilers, there is a miniature Bradley Cooper cameo as Michelle Rodriguez. Who plays who, who plays the ex-lover, the ex-dwarf lover of, of Michelle? Yeah. And he was just he was just there, and I was like, who? That, he looks familiar. Who is that? I was like, oh shit, that is Bradley Cooper for some reason. Who does he owe money to? <laughs> <laughs> what bet did he lose to yeah. Pine I just watched. Had a game of poker going with him. <laughs> I just watched Burnt as well, which we'll talk about next time we do mini reviews. Mm. You know the the Cooper the chef movie, Cooper Cooking. Um, <laughs> that's a tagline. <laughs> Cooper, Cooper cooking. cooking. So like seeing him, how intense and like you know, like different he was in that, and then thinking back to this little nutty miniature boy <laughs> who was just sitting there, very confusing. So so confusing, and but also delightful. I, I enjoyed yeah no it. no, um yeah I would say. I don't have much else to say about it. Like, there's, yeah, fun action, likable characters, funny. It's very, It was very funny. Like, I was laughing consistently throughout it. Um, mm-hmm. I would say, and, and wholesome, you know, no, it's nothing, like, unpredictable. Like, you know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, but you, yeah you, you know that, that it's going to be used to, spoiler alert, to save Michelle Rodriguez in the end instead of bring back his, I was going to say his mom, his wife. <laughs> um, his mother-wife. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Um, yeah, it just works. It just works. Uh, like, you don't you don't need to overthink it. It's just a fun adventure romp. I would say if you did not check this out, which I don't know how well this did, but if you didn't, um, and you enjoy like uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy or like a, I don't know, just a, just a, yeah, like a fun romp, uh, it definitely mm-hmm. definitely worth checking out. Very enjoyable, surprisingly so. Yeah, um, yeah. very true. Um, one 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 last thing. Oh, the. the the guy who was very Drax esque, like the perfectionist who like couldn't yes. do metaphors and stuff. Yeah. Also enjoyable. Very yeah, there wasn't a single character who I didn't like. Like, they were all quite fun in their own way. Um, and him and Pine mm-hmm. did have a have a very charming dynamic. They fight a yeah. fat dragon. It's just a the, just they great. Do. Um, <laughs> yeah. what, what more could you want? A <laughs> surprising dub. Um but speaking of films that feature in a prominent role, Bradley Cooper, uh, mm. I say, is it time we get on to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? 
I believe it is. And I, I would say, because this one did just come out, it might be worth doing non-spoilers and then spoilers. Um, yeah, that sound, sounds like a plan. So there are time codes. Well, we're not getting to... We're doing non-spoilers first, then we'll warn you before we get to spoilers. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, one of... You know, we've talked about Marvel has had a bit of a bit of a poor yeah. run of form lately. Um, at least, mm-hmm. I mean, there's still mm-hmm. some good stuff in there, but comparatively to the consistency they used to have, there's a lot of ups and downs now. Um, yeah. And this was the last one that I was kind of quite excited for, um, for a while. And yeah, mm-hmm. I have to say it... Did it, did it live up? It uh, very much lived up to, to all of my expectations. I can't lie. Um, I was a, it was a very big fan. Yeah, it was actually so good. I enjoyed it so much like i think it's very different from guardians one which i think is otherwise maybe my favorite um marvel movie but it just it just worked so well it's definitely better than the second one and might it's that i think it might be up there in like top five marvel movies for me Ooh, that's a big call but i you know i'd definitely be in my top 10 i don't know about top five just yet um but i agree i think it is a little different from the first one where I feel like the first one was a lot more comedy than yeah, yeah. this one. This one is very heavy on the on the emotion and the still very funny. You know, the heart. But still very funny, yeah. but it, it like it does give a more kind of deep and holistic feeling to like the kind of friendship and partnership with between them. And it's just and I, I think I've always liked Rock like thought Rocket was my <clears throat> favorite character in the guardians so having him be uh more in the spotlight in this one was was very very good yeah yeah so this movie it does take kind of a uh without spoiling it i mean if you don't want to know anything just come back to this one when you're done but it's sort of it's it's basically a two-part film where like kind of some of the film is exploring rocket's backstory and then the rest of the film is kind of the the romp kind of guardians adventure um Uh and yeah it was it was just He's always been, especially in the second one, which again, I didn't like love as much as the first, but in the second one, I did think all the rocket stuff was easily the best part where like he's kind of coming to terms mm-hmm. with like he's kind of an <laughs> asshole and he should open up a bit more and all that. And here just, I don't know, it was it was so, so effective, especially for like a fucking CGI raccoon who befriends like yeah. a, a walrus on wheels and a, like a mm-hmm. ferret without arms. And a, a rabbit with like spider yeah. legs horrifying by the way um but also by the way can we just say on the um the ferret with robot arms or otter or whatever oh yeah i don't, so, don't want to say anything well but were we kind of almost right with the, <laughs> the sibling <laughs> slash lover angle because you could make an argument for either really i mean we you really could because <laughs> clearly they're yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna bring this up because <laughs> again, not not a huge spoiler, but the ferret and and rocket, they're like they're they're not mutated, they're like biomechanically engineered sure. together, shall we say. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then I, I feel like there is there is a bit of a romantic kind of thing between them. Mm. But then Rocket does also say, I love you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like you know, there was yeah, there was like a, a beautiful kind of family dynamic, but also possibly some underlying tension. So I'm just saying, as far as a stupid and possibly really gross joke that we made, kind of not that far <laughs> off. Like <laughs> we're kind, we're kind of on it. You could have gone either way. I'm just saying. Um, but 
No, yeah, yeah, I thought all the backstory stuff... Again, even though there were kind of long periods of the movie, even the opening shot is where with the other films, I think it's been a lot more kind of like... The opening, generally, there's more like funny and especially like the opening musical mm-hmm. moment. Like the first one, you have them yeah. dancing and the second one, you have them in this battle. This one's quite somber and kind of... Toned down. Kind of sets the tone. T- yeah. Sets the tone for the rest of the movie. You're kind of waiting for like a big joke to break it up. Um, like someone falls on rocket and does a, you know, a fart or something. And I thought I don't know. It it blended those tones really well without it being like this depressing ass. I kind of feel like Black Panther two. As much as I really liked it, I thought it was really good. It was a little bit heavy on the he- sadness. It did go heavy on the on the sadness. Yeah. And this one has sadness, and especially with like you know the Gamora stuff, which I thought was great. Um, and the rocket stuff and, and all that, but it, it blends it really well with the comedy where it doesn't feel kind of like just like a downer movie. It's like, it's still a really fun mm-hmm. adventure and it's just really wholesome. Like it's just so heartfelt. And it, I think this is the first Marvel movie, maybe apart from Endgame, where your boy did tear up a little bit. It's I like, did, I with did lo- as well. it's like the, the whole rocket, like all the rocket stuff. Again, we'll get into a bit more, uh, in detail later on, but it just really, got me choked up and just kind of like seeing how like very brutal the treatment he'd had in the past was and everything um just so well done um yeah. i, would I also, also really like the villain i was mm, we might have a little contention here i i mm. didn't the guy i saw it with he hated the villain he was like it's so generic and i agreed to an extent i didn't hate him as much as he did but i did think he wasn't that interesting i like the actor peacemaker alum um exactly <laughs> peacemaker <laughs> but he was just i don't know he, he kind of i felt like he could have been really interesting and he sort of devolved into like i'm screaming because i'm evil sort of thing um i mean i think i think his like the his goals and plans those were kind of you know generic and whatever but i think the acting he brought and the kind of interactions that were between him and rocket i i found quite engaging and i and i enjoyed them no that's fair I, yeah his personal connection to rocket i think probably was the the highlight of his uh yeah his, his character i think should we go spoilers now just to kind of so we can talk more freely i would just say generally loved it um really yeah, really big fan me too. probably my favorite one mm-hmm. since endgame um yeah very very much a fan very very good i am the same it was uh yeah one of my favorite Marvel movies in a long time. So, spoilers. Um, first of all, no one dies in it, which was kind of surprising. Because no. we thought surprising. there might be multiple fatalities. Um, uh, but I won't lie. I fully thought they just pulled the most insane 180 and just killed Peter in like the most stupid way ever. <laughs> in, at the end, speech. where his like face becomes Bubble Boy. Yeah. It just... <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I was going to laugh during that moment. I was like, wait, is this like his death scene? Am I not supposed to find this kind of comedic? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is saved by, um, uh, what's his name? Willie Miller's guy. Captain Eyebrows. Who is, by the way, I really enjoyed. I thought it was really funny. Um, yeah. I would it was be, actually so good. I'd be very down to see more of him in future stuff. He's just, his kind of, I guess, like, the sort of running joke is that he's basically like a child in this like God's body um, mm-hmm. who's sort of like trying to figure stuff out and just like a, a very charming, a very, very James Gunn sort of side type of a like character. Just like very, yeah, very yeah. funny. Um, I laughed. I laughed very hard when he, um, when he kind of like f- is fighting, I believe Gamora and 
It might just be Gamora. He's like, he's like flying through the ship and destroying everything. And then <laughs> she picks up the little furball he's got with him. Mm. And after causing so much damage, she's like, I'm going to kill the furball. He's like... Let's not be, let's not be hasty, yeah, let's not be yeah, rash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was very good. I very also funny. have to say, with Gamora, I enjoyed the kind of running joke of, like, because she's pre-Guardians Gamora, whatever, like, taken from time. I love that she was just, like, mm-hmm. super extreme and brutal and just, like, taking hostages and, like, shooting people in the I knees know. and stuff. Like, I don't know, yeah, yeah. I thought that was, that was very good. Um, I'll say... <laughs> love a good kneecap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, music? Bangers? Some some absolute tunes in here. Mm. Um, I feel like they didn't they didn't focus as much on the music as they have in the previous ones. No, Do you think they did not? But I thought Which I it, it worked. But I I would have liked just a little bit more music because sometimes they put on a certified banger and then it would cut off after like thirty seconds. That is true. Yeah, when Gamora starts up the ship in that one on that like animal planet, um, yeah, there's kind of like a song in the background. I thought like oh here we go here's gonna be like a song action scene. And then it cuts away from it. I was like ah damn. But I will say the no sleep till Brooklyn Beastie Boys mm. moment in the yeah. hallway. Awesome action scene. So much fun. That was very good. Um, and you know what? That's like one of the most overused songs in movies. But like this one, I don't know. It kind of like earned it. Like it felt like it was like uh-huh. it wasn't just thrown in like Suicide Squad style. Like it was like it really fit the fit the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we can talk because the thing is like it was very funny and like all the action was quite. It was just like a very good. Like, a very, very good action-adventure blockbuster. Kind of like we were talking about with Dungeons mm-hmm. & Dragons. Just, like, very enjoyable and fun. I mean, go into more detail. But I will say, like, yeah, what stood apart for me, or, like, what kind of stepped it up for me from, like, I really enjoyed this to, like, I kind of loved that, was the, yeah, the whole ending and how it tied up these characters' arcs. Because, like, I saw Guardians in the cinema 10 years ago, which is crazy to think about. Is it, um, yes. Oh, God, it's so long ago. <laughs> And, like, I love that movie. I've seen it so many times. I love these characters. They're easily, like, my favorite kind of, like, group of characters in the MCU and the ones that I have the most emotional connection to. And I thought, like, Mm. you could not have done a better wrap-up for, like, pretty much all of them that made me really, like, tear up like Drax gets... Honestly, that was the moment that kind of got me choked up the most for some reason where... At the end, I think it's Mantis something says, like, you weren't born to be a destroyer. You were born to be a dad or something. I was like, ah! Yeah, that is... It's like, oh, it's so, <laughs> so cute. And then he's and dancing then how, with the kids at the end, and like he finally gets yeah. to be like a dad again, basically. And it was like, oh, my God. It was so wholesome. Because I, feel, I, I don't really remember from the second movie, but they don't put so much emphasis on Drax's character, do they? I don't, I don't remember, but I feel like it's, it's well, like, it's focused on in the first movie, but they, he just be kinda, he kind of becomes the kind of comic relief in the second one. Yeah. Um, and kind of going back to like you know he's actually you know he's got his own thing going on. It's uh, it was very very good. Um, and he was also just besides that he was so he's easily the funniest part of these movies. He was so so funny. funny. Like uh, yeah. <laughs> the comedic timing is just <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, no, he's it was, it's so like it's such in your face jokes, but Batista makes it work. Yeah, somehow. like a lot of these jokes should not work, but because of the way he delivers them, like it's just perfect <laughs> it's the delivery. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, and I thought. I really loved the Peter and Gamora, how they wrapped that up. Like, the whole thing was quite interesting. Um, but the way... Because I was like, if they're going to try to do this at the end where she does fall in love with him again, I was like, that's going to feel a little bit forced. And the way they did it, it was such, like... I don't know. I feel... I don't want to say, like, a mature decision, but, like, it would be... A lot of other mm. movies like this would be, like, and they're in love again and here that everything's perfect. But, like, it makes it so much more real that, like, she actually did die. Like, it gives consequences to her death yeah. and... 
It's the mm. first time, because all these movies, like, no one ever dies. They always bring them back because you want to have the characters and the action figures and the actors come back and all that. And this is the first time they've brought in a character back from the dead, essentially. And it's st- it didn't lose any of the impact of her death because she is gone. Like, she's it's fun to have yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoe Saldana in the movie, but, like, that if the effect that, that death had on Peter is, is gone. Yeah, and, exactly. And they had the moment at the end where she's like, I bet we were fun and all that. And I was like, oh, man. And then, uh, and then he, and then he, <laughs> you were fun. <laughs> and then he goes to Earth at the end and meets up with his grandpa. And I was like, that's such a, meet up with his such grandpa, a weirdly perfect a ending for moment. him. Like, oh my god, no, it was. But it does say that Star Lord will return. Which... Yeah, which I don't. I suppose. I mean, I imagine in Secret Wars or whatever, they're all gonna fucking show up again. Um, yeah, but again, it's like if they, again, if they do it right, it'll be fine. But it does, as you say, feel like such a good ending for this character yeah just just leave him just let him let him be just let him do like i I can i can support seeing rocket and adam warlock and and groot again and stuff like that yeah the new the new squad not the 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 new guardians um but i don't know yeah i feel like their their arcs are definitely done if they want to have him show up for an action scene all that like that's that's fine but don't yeah like i don't think you can't do any more with rocket like he's it's perfect they they did it exactly they've done it all it was such good stuff with Rocket. I really, really enjoyed it. And yeah. The, the whole... His his family, friends, lover, <laughs> stepsister Situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that whole... Stuck that in that the dryer. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck in the walrus kind of action. <laughs> it's a, God. That walrus was so disturbing. Like, I was, it was pretty <laughs> fucked up. I, I think... I think the rabbit was way more disturbing. The rabbit was also very disturbing. Yeah. That's going to give some kids some nightmares. I'm not going to lie. Um, Honestly, the... The otter wasn't even... Like, the otter was also a little bit disturbing, I won't lie. Like, obviously, it's just very sweet, but, like, the arms and stuff, I was like, ah, Lila. Yeah, <laughs> gross. I prefer floor. <laughs> out of here. Um, and also, at the end, where they fucking, they take his, like, face off and, you know, the bad guy. And yeah. That was pretty fucked up. Also, by the way, speaking of which, I didn't want to say because I didn't want to spoil anything, but as we were saying with Dungeons & Dragons... I love a great pulping of a villain at the end, and there is again just like a thirty-second just absolute beatdown, and it's fantastic. Absolute decimation, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just completely <laughs> fucked. Um, and I don't know. Also, rockets. My boy got KO'd. <laughs> rockets, a uh, rocket raccoon moment. Like you know, it's very cool. You know, what's interesting. I, My name's Rocket Raccoon. I, like, <laughs> I did for a second think he was gonna say. My name's Rocket, motherfucker, and then just like shoot out the gun. <laughs> what, which I what also did you think enjoyed. of the the Peter Quill swearing out of nowhere? <laughs> that, that was I saw. I forgot it was for this movie, but I did see a post where they said because of the rating, they are allowed to have one one f bomb, as mm. they say in the movie. Um, and it feels like they very much they didn't get the rating because they had the f bomb. They got yeah the f bomb yeah. because they had the rating. <laughs> they were you like, know? sure, let's just throw um, this in. <laughs> It's like you know what? Ha! I can say the fuck. <laughs> yeah, but it did. It, I won't. I won't lie. I hate how much it made me laugh, but it did make me laugh quite a bit. <laughs> no, it was pretty good. Um, I also what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, uh, I was gonna say. Oh wait, you know that the emotional moments and like the kind of cool moments, like the rocket raccoon thing, uh, were not that bad. Is I did see this with a friend who is not usually like that big into Marvel movies. And mm. he is, would definitely not be adverse to leaning over to me and saying cringe during like a moment if he <laughs> did not think it was good. Um, and as he did many times during Ant-Man and the Wasp. And there was none of that here. Uh-huh. So uh, I think that's, a, that's a I testament mean, I would to... Be, I would be kind of sad for you if you're watching this emotional moment <laughs> yeah. as Rocket is like getting, getting his revenge and just... 
cringe. <laughs> lame, lame as fuck. Hand. <laughs> just pokes me as if he has something really important to say. A bird. <laughs> no, and he, he actually enjoyed it. Again, for someone who is not a big MCU guy. So I think that, that uh, says a lot. Um, <laughs> for someone like him, it's, yeah. uh, it's good. Some of his taste. I'm trying to think. I, I really enjoyed the the animal world and just like a bunch you know there were just like a bunch of fun set pieces in different um places i will say before we do a little more stuff that we like just like the two things that come to mind that i wasn't crazy about uh and they Mm. sort of tie in together one there were i felt like it was a little long especially in the climax i felt like it kind of went on as these movies kind of tend to i thought the big final thing there was maybe like one too many things going on there um and I did think there were a couple of, and this is quite a nitpick, but there were a couple of moments where it was just kind of, I didn't know why it was there. I'm specifically thinking of the elevator scene where it's Gamora, him, and Nebula and that person they take hostage, and he's sort of oh, yeah. explaining the whole Gamora mm-hmm. situation. And it was just, it felt kind of like it was an exposition scene, but we already knew all this stuff, so I was a little bit, I was like, I don't know, I was a little confused why that was, felt like you could have cut that. I- I feel like I honestly kind of liked it. I liked the whole interaction between the four of them. I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Um, no, I, I did as well. I just with, think that specific scene was a little, yeah, hmm. I don't know, out of place. But um, but I did it, that whole prison bit generally with Nathan Fillion and everything. I did think that was very funny. Um, that was very good. Yeah, it's weird, weird, gross suits they were wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the the whole weird, gross planet that's like basically. <clears throat> I don't yeah. know if it's meant to look like a butthole, but just like the general. <laughs> but it did get me uh, hot and bothered. <laughs> the general <clears throat> fleshy hole vibe. I was I was a fan of. <laughs> Quote <God>. me. <laughs> you sound like an absolute deviant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite planet is probably the one that looks like a big old vagina. <laughs> Do you have any any more stuff that you're kind of kind of thinking? I'm just trying to think if there's anything I've I've missed out on. Here. Um, I mean, what do you think of Kraglin? And the and the space Is dog. That the, I I thought the space dog was, as your friend would probably say, a little bit cringe in the beginning. Mm. But then it, I don't know. I warmed up to it towards the end. Uh, Kragan was just, just kind of there. I have to say, uh, he's not my favorite part of these movies. I'm I'm not nuts. He's about really not. <laughs> he's his brother. He's James Gunn's brother, and he's fine. Oh, is he? He is. Which I'm not gonna say. That kind of explains that. why he gets to be in these movies. Like he's he's okay. But it does a little bit. But he's a little bit like, ah, do we need another Kraglin moment here? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Do we need another Kraglin scene? <laughs> I do agree. It was so predictable. It was like, oh yeah, I can't use my little arrow. Ooh, no. And then when people come in, they're like, oh, you know, he's gonna get the arrow up and running. He's gonna be like, yeah. Yeah. I also, you know, uh, I found out, you know, um, Jennifer Holland, I think, who is. Who was the woman, like the blonde woman in the prison, and she's also from Peacemaker Harcourt. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's James Gunn's wife, actually. Oh, is, what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> James Gunn is all about nepotism. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that because he put her in Shazam or something, so I think that was a big thing where a bunch of people on Twitter were like, you just cast your wife and everything. But she's she's good, isn't she? She's good in whatever she's She's actually really, yeah, she's, she's really good. She's really good. Unlike really your boy, like Sean Gunn, who, as Cracklin, <laughs> I'm not crazy about, but he's he's fine, I guess. He's all right. But, um... Oh, my... Sean... <laughs> Sean Gunn. <laughs> no, we, we have nothing but love and respect for Sean Gunn. Anyway, um... <laughs> Covered that piece. Sean, Sean Gunn. Can we also... I can't believe we totally forgot to mention this. The Sylvester cameo. Oh, yeah. Hand. Classic Sylvester. <laughs> Classic 
<laughs> the way you're still like, bro. Hey. <laughs> he just in the middle of the scene grabs the camera. Bird. <laughs> he grabs correctly. <laughs> hey. It is Sean Gunn. He's not playing Cracklin. <laughs> But yes, Stallone shows up briefly to, to have a little bit of a cameo. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess that is what it is. Um, the complete sudden hatred for Crack. Yeah, I just I have to say, okay, I'm not I'm not about to go on a Crackland. Despise him. <laughs> but like ever since Please go on a Cracklin right. <laughs> ever since look at no one hates him. Everyone's like, cut. But I guess you <laughs> just, tolerate him. But like, he's sort of, he's he's, he's, like, he's not he's just certifiably mid. He's not bad. But do you get what I mean when I say like he's kind of I don't say like annoying. Like he's again, he's not like poorly <laughs> acted, but he's just kind of whiny and just he's just kind of unnecessary. Like the yeah. he's supposed like he's put up on this pedestal where it's like, oh yeah, because in the last movie he was like, I lost all my friends. <laughs> Becomes a Louisiana boy, <laughs> as Sean Gunn maybe is. I don't know. As Craglin was destined to be. <laughs> but like, I think. All right, James to Sean's like, all right, Sean, I want you to really get your inner Louisiana boy out there. <laughs> Sean says, "Sheesh," goes to work. A terrifying, a terrifying line. Sean says sheesh and went to work. But like in the first movie, he's like Yondu's right hand man. He's like a side character of side character. He has a very brief moment. It's like, oh, that's pretty good. Second movie, he has a couple of lines. He sort of like punctuates some jokes. I'm like, okay, whatever. And, and then the holiday special, he's there. And in this one, I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Okay, he's fine. I have nothing but love and respect for Sean as a man, I guess, maybe. I don't know anything about him. I just don't love his thing in this movie. I don't know. He is, uh, <sighs> he is, yeah, I, I won't lie. I've never taken issue with him, but now that you've pointed it out, <laughs> I can see it. But now you know he is of the gun that- lineage. <laughs> <laughs> What, you, you know, you know what they should do. They should make a movie about, or James Gunn should make a movie about his life mm. and all the ways Craglin, <laughs> aka Sean, was just a fuck up as a child. <laughs> yeah. How he has carried his ass for all these years. <laughs> I actually, I'm so curious. Has he been in something else? Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Enough about Midland. Um, I think we should wrap up our coverage here. I was a huge fan. I really love this movie. I thought it was. Very heartfelt, um, very funny, but I will remember it more for how it wrapped up these characters. I think, even mm. though, like, I think, um, like, I'm planning on going to see it with my mom and my dad, because they like the first Guardians. And even though I don't think they'll like it as much as that one, because it's not, like, as funny, and I think that's what they liked. Or it's not, like, as, mm. it, it's very funny, but it's not as, like, much of a comedy. I think it's a really great wrap-up for these characters that they will appreciate. And um, that takes it from a really fun blockbuster movie to, like, a movie I kind of loved, honestly. Yeah. I, I agree. It was genuinely just, it blew my expectations out the water because I went into it thinking it's going to be similar to Guardians 2, which I thought was, it was fine. It was just kind of mid. Um, and But it really just like, I, I looked forward to the rocket stuff because I knew there was going to be a bit on him. And then it just, everything about him just, it was blew my expectations out the water. And it was, uh, yeah, the acting was great. The action was great. Everything just kind of came together very nicely. There you go. 
I would call it a, uh, a nine point one or two out of ten. I, you know what? I'm gonna go say nine point three. Very good stuff. Um, well, with all that said, it's now time for the junk news. So we actually have two pieces of Tomk news here because we've been off for a while. Um, I think I'll save... Lele sent us something. I'll sa- I think I'll save that for another time because that one kind of hasn't... You know, we can talk about whenever while this one is a little more time-sensitive or happened recently. Um, so Lele, mm. we will get to that. But did you see Tom Cruise and James Corden doing Hakuna Matata? Um, what? <laughs> did you not see this? Tom Cruise dressed as Pumbaa? <laughs> what? Have you not... Check your Twitter. You were tagged in it. By Tom. I was... Oh. <laughs> James Corden put at FDK underscore adult sniper. Check this shit out, fam. God, what the... So he did a... They, I think a, they were, it sounds like a fever dream you're describing to me. <laughs> I think they were at the British... So Tom Cruise is Pumbaa. <laughs> they, were do, they were at like the performance thing that we actually saw of, of Lion King. Like the Broadway thing. And they did okay. Hakuna Matata. Um, okay, let me let me see here. Oh my god! It's very unnerving, isn't it? <laughs> what is going on? I like how most of the people probably don't know it's Tom Cruise up there. Yeah. <laughs> Cruise looks like he does not want to be there. <laughs> awkward i've ever seen cruise <laughs> yeah it's a very strange clip but i guess go off cruise um but yeah anyway um so fun That's, stuff i suppose okay do, do we know why i think it was for james corden's last show or something he got pulled off the air or something <laughs> physically they dragged him off <laughs> a daunting task <laughs> no no <laughs> You know, normally we don't do those kind of jokes, but that one was kind of good, so I'll leave it in. Um, <laughs> generally, we don't. Anyway, um, we're now going to move on to the announcements and such, um, where we have a lot of comments to get through, so we're going to do this. Oh, by the way, before we do, Kian of the podcast fan page made two short films that were recently featured in... Uh, or he submitted to like a film festival. I think it won some some awards or something. Good stuff. Very Congratulations. Nice. And possibly a couple of podcasters make a cameo in one of them. So if you want to check those it's out, true. those are on Kean Konicky's YouTube channel. Give him a shout. Um, you know, support the 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 next generation of filmmakers and us doing cameos. Support local filmmaking. Um, but first, we're gonna do comments on Pod One Eight Two, where we have thirty three comments. I don't know how that's possible. There must be some what? super long thread in here. God damn. Well, anyway, let's go for it. Um, whew, okay. Movie Boy says the boys are back. Yes. Um, <laughs> Affirmative. <laughs> Alfeld says, great that me and Freddy share the same opinion on Mario. Also, three end of your awards could be given to Mario. Best stash, Mario, Luigi, or one of their family mm-hmm. members. The you tucked in their award, Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. Best George, Donkey Kong. But, you know, that's very true. He also says, I'm wondering if Freddy has heard of Star Wars Visions. It's a Star Wars anime anthology series with each episode being by a different anime studio. They're about to have their second season, which will bring animation studios from around the world, including your favorite studio, Ardman, the creators of Wallace and Gromit. So, a Star Wars anime show. Star Wars Vision. 
Interesting. Don't love the walls and grommet <laughs> type activities they're up to, but <laughs> other than that, sounds very good. Um, also, I think we're going to get into... The, I, th- I assume there's some comment about this. Um, but there was some controversy about our grommet and Wallace mixing up. Um, if, there, if there's not a comment about <laughs> I, that... I believe, it was, I believe it was yours. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, then Kean Konicky says, Hashtag my father was a pastor. Daniel says it as well. And so does the Poorly Planned Podcast Clips. I don't know what this meme is that we've missed out on here. But it's just a thing that's <laughs> happening now, I guess. Um, I feel... It can't be something Do, we said. Is, I don't, I, is it some, is some it, movie or something? I, I feel like such a boomer right now. I don't know what's happening. They're, they're making fun of us. <laughs> um, Guys, I feel like such a boomer. Please. Also, the Poorly Planned Podcast Clips, who is not us for the record, who makes clips out of the thing, some of his clips, man, they kind of pop off. There's one called Nobody Likes Charlie Cox that has 42,000 views. So, what? Kinda, he's kind of pulling in the big bucks from our goddamn content. <laughs> Um, but no, it's fine. What we the fuck? Appreciate forty-two thousand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So, go off, I guess. Um, but we, yeah, we don't see any royalties Oops. from that. But we appreciate it, I guess. I don't. Again, I feel like we never figured out where we stand on this. Like, I guess I think we're cool. I think it's a yeah. nice thing. <laughs> Until I, the day I where it starts forty-two thousand. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, a hundred and thirty-four comments. <laughs> It's probably a lot of hate comments because they're like, I love Charlie Cox and they didn't actually watch the video. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, good for you, I guess, until maybe you overtake us and then uh, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to have to like possibly joust. But um, at the moment, I guess we're, <laughs> I guess, I guess it's cool. <laughs> um, I guess it's a nice thing. Anyway, Lucas says two weeks without some poorly planned action. Don't know if I could have lasted any longer. Appreciate you. Um, Those two are not related. <laughs> Um, Josie says, Freddy's now redeemed. Mario has saved you. I'm also okay with BH- BHL Let's saying go. it was an okay movie. I loved it, This was, but this wasn't a Ghostbusters opinion. Let's go. Um, Let's go. Super Mason says, Jack Blackheart bussy. And Josie responds, <laughs> bussy is better than peaches. And the poorly planned podcast Clips, who is now a famous internet star, does in fact say bussy equals toad. So... Lots to consider. Um, <laughs> Lots of very wise opinions being put on the table. Uh, Josie says, Mario is way better than Shrek. Edit, Freddy hacked my account, not my opinion. Uh, Daniel says, <laughs> man, the cocaine's really getting to Freddy's head. He's now hacking accounts. Hashtag Freddy out of control. Josie says, hashtag Frampage. Daniel says, hashtag Freddy got big. Josie says, hashtag George the new Fathor. Hash, Daniel says, hashtag, he's definitely Freddy. So speaking of a lot of strong arguments <laughs> on the table. God. You know, we haven't, we haven't done this for like four I love weeks. It. I forgot the, uh, it's, the true it's so good that happens here. Um, God. I love it. Shrumpy so says, honestly, wasn't expecting a pod this soon, despite it being two weeks in wait. Maybe it's because my weeks gotten have gotten a lot busier, but when I saw the notification, I could have sworn there was an episode last week. Time just flew by. Another very enjoyable episode. Also, I recently started working as a host at a restaurant that has another restaurant right across named Woody's. There is also a Regal Cinema only six minutes away from here. The stars have truly aligned. Hashtag, my father was a pastor. Ooh. Hashtag, I'm gonna need a gun. <laughs> what is this? Hashtag, I heart what, what is this? What is happening to our comments? <laughs> First of all, I really, and I know saying this will only ensure its survival, I really hate that I've made iHeartBussy like a thing on our channel, which again, 
support the message. Like it's it's all it comes from a good place. But it's just our comments. If anyone looks at our comments, it's just filled with out of context. I heart bussies. Um, but it's it's gonna drive away new listeners. Let me check what the comment section here is like. Are they? You guys love bussies. <laughs> like, what is the show about? Um, I I want to get to the bottom of this pastor. Someone please explain it. I'm so so confused, but also I love it. Also, it's gonna, um, yeah, the, it's gonna continue to be a joke they don't tell us. About. <laughs> Why are we being? I feel like like a kid who wasn't invited to a party or something. Why are we being left out by our own audience? Um, but yeah, the Woody's thing is is quite remarkable, and um, yeah, I'm gonna not be insulted by you say it didn't feel like a long time. Whereas Lucas was saying that he could barely contain himself for another episode but yeah <laughs> good, good stuff uh thank you shrumpy zj13 goat says very great way to start my week long break from school and i'm with bhl on mario but something you didn't mention was how great the animation was looked amazing at points hashtag i heart bussy um did we not <laughs> say that the animation was great thought we because that was one of my favorite parts of it i, I thought we would have mentioned it but yeah did we not mention it? anyway the animation was fantastic. maybe not um cal w says what would have been a rare ftkl has now become a and common FTKW, Shrek 4 is vastly superior. Hashtag how the mighty have fallen. Hashtag my father was a pastor. Daniel re- responds, 100%. Shrek 3 is very stinky and Shrek 4 is pretty good. NMS says, saying FTK has an L Just wrong. is like saying the poorly planned podcast is a podcast. Just too obvious to state. Hashtag <laughs> Christopher Smith. What a joke. Hashtag how the mighty have fallen. Is Christopher Smith peacemaker? <laughs> what is what? Oh my god! Why? I think my brain literally just fucking broke there, like deciphering, just realizing Christopher Smith is peacemaker. Uh, this is <laughs> the truth. <laughs> like actually killing me. <laughs> the true horror in your voice is Christopher Smith peacemaker. I'm actually like I feel like I'm like I'm dying or something. Um, <laughs> Daniel says another really great and enjoyable episode oh. keep up the Toad-esque work I have not yet seen the Mario movie but I enjoyed your discussion about the film and how weirdly passionate Freddy got at times but I'm afraid we have another FDKL the fact that Freddy thinks Shrek 3 is better than Shrek 4 is a big L I thought he was solely redeeming himself after the John Wick 4 hate and yes it is hate but I guess not here's hoping he you were he redeems himself soon hashtag great Yoshi impression and P.S. The number one film in your box office predictions video was Fast X, $1.4 billion, and I Heart Bussy. Thank you for pointing out the uh, <laughs> box office thing. I was mistaken on that. Uh, thank you, Daniel. And yeah, you've taken, <laughs> taken some more L's. Um, let's see. Anson. And I Heart Bussy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to not acknowledge it from now on. Just hope it goes away on its own. I should have never told that story. Um Oh, it's so funny. Anson says, it's so bizarrely it. <laughs> fascinating to think that two wildly different properties, such as Illumination's Mario and HBO's The Last of Us, genuinely belong in the same conversation of how to make a good video game adaptation. No commonalities between the two, and yet they still represent the same thing. And Josie says, the similarities between the two is Mario plays golf, and Joel gets killed with a golf club. They are connected. <laughs> <laughs> I good <see>. point. <laughs> so, he's been put in his place, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, that's a very good point. We have gotten two... Very different types of uh, how to adapt a game. It's pretty cool. Um, also, actually, Dungeons and Dragons three. There you go. Well, I guess that's more of a card game than a board than a, than a video game. But I that is yeah, true. You're, you're right. Anyway, fine. The poorly planned podcast clip says Toad. Thank you. 
Very nice. Benders says, who the fuck is Blenders? It's Benders. So I think I must have called him Blenders by accident. That is my bad. I will not do it. NMS says, Ryan Gosling is a tremendous comedic actor. His role in Barbie will quite possibly bring a brief second of world peace. Been a while since his comedic chops were on display. 2016's The Nice Guys. Absolutely. I'm so excited for that. I went on a bit of a Ryan Gosling interview binge, and he's just such a charming man. He's so funny. He's, he's just so great. Um, NMS also says, I love how I can come to this podcast for world-class insights on the Tom Cruise cake. I always felt there was a massive gaping hole in the field of Tom Cruise cake uh. etymology. Um, a poor or excellent <laughs> choice of words there, but... I have to create. Um, Jaden says, So the main thing I took away from this pod was that Freddy likes Shrek a lot more than the Mario movie. Also, I am hoping in the Mario sequel, God damn it. Bowser will sing about how much he loves Tom Cruise's cake and also his pussy. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Let's see. Hashtag BHL Big Nose Sin. Hashtag Freddy Loves Shrek's Bussy. Hashtag Little Duke Motivational Speech. <laughs> God damn it. And then in the uh, reply to this, Josie says, hashtag bear, hashtag peaches, hashtag bussy, hashtag Mario's better than Shrek. So, oh my God. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't even, I can't even respond. Like I can't register what's been happening here. God. I, um, VHL, <laughs> big nose. <laughs> I think we finally crossed the fresh, the threshold where at the first, at the, at first I feel like we were so, such goofy weirdos and eventually our fans kind of like acclimated and now the fans have surpassed us in insanity somehow so we're gonna we might have to up our game here i like i like how um <laughs> the comment section just been t- it used to be oh this is a good episode here's some good insights it just turned into <laughs> complete buffoonery and like bullying towards yeah, us. i think is appropriate also it definitely cannot be good for our chances in the algorithm just YouTube seeing hashtag I love bussy being everywhere in our comments. Um, God, yeah. Our, our inside jokes used to be like, oh, like Josh Gad, oh, Dwayne Johnson, now I heart bussy. And my father was a pastor, I guess. It's been forced upon us. Um, They're forcing us to make inside <laughs> yeah. jokes. Um, and make $575 per day says do one thing every day that scares you. I'm going to guess this is a spam account actually. So I don't know why I read that, but maybe it's our biggest fan. Who knows? Um, and then in the other pod, the DreamWorks one, geez. Okay. Al Feld left a big comment here. Let's see. Next week, make sure to read my comment from last pod about Mario. I'd really appreciate it. But here I have some news to remind you for next week. Craven the Hunter is rated R. Um, that is exciting. Aaron Taylor Johnson. He apparently eats someone's heart or something. Cool. Um, nice. The Flash trailer 2 and movie reactions. Apparently it's really good. We'll see. Uh, Beetlejuice 2 is announced. Oh, I've, I've, I've seen the new Flash trailer. Hey. Hmm. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> up to date. I actually avoided it because it's coming out pretty soon. I was like, I'll just I'll just see it. It so does spoil it. You have the upper hand for once. Um, Wonka, starring Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key, and Rowan Atkinson, adds Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa. I don't know if you heard about this, but that is tremendous news. <laughs> he will continue his hot streak of playing the same character. Of course, of course he's doing an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> that does sound fantastic. Um, the Meg 2 footage, Chris Pine casts a new Disney movie, new Illumination movie cast Kumail Key and Danny DeVito. What a power trio. Fast X Part 2 comes out 2025. Kung Fu Panda 4 will have Poe against a new foe called the Chameleon who can bring back villains from the past. Bring back Tai Lung. You're bluffing, you're bluffing. He is in prison. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, 
Uh, yeah, apparently <laughs> the villain can bring back his old villain, so we might get Poe facing off against all three villains from the other movies, which will be pretty badass. Ooh, that sounds very cool. Um, the Fall Guys, starring Gosling, Duke, and Aaron Taylor-Johnson, directed by David Leitch in 2024. That is exciting. I'm very hyped for that. SpongeBob 4, new anime Transformers, cast Hemsworth as Chris as Optimus Prime, Key as Bumblebee, and Ham. <laughs> um, also, Lemon and or Tangerine is in there somewhere. Mission Impossible 7 <laughs> moved up to July 12th, Tom Knuse, and the best for last, the official trailer for the third edition of Poirot, coming to theaters September 15th. Spoilers, Jamie Dornan's Ooh. in it. Also, Freddy, grow a pair about claymation. <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, actually. What a, he, he basically did our job for yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. That, that was insulted me. <laughs> we weren't going to do much news this week, but thank you. You really uh, came through. Also, yeah, let's just, the cast for, um, for the new Poirot. It does have Jamie Dornan, so that is pretty exciting. Um, Ooh. Whew, thank you, Allfeld. ZJ says, great way to pass time on my ride home. No problem. Glad you enjoyed. Um, Jane Lewis says, no way BHL thought Wallace was the dog. Yeah, so here we do have to address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here, be- here it begins. <laughs> so we got this comment, and I got, and this is, this is how you know we really fucked up. I got two people from my actual real normal life texting me. How dare you call Wallace the dog? <laughs> Which is very concerning. But yes, I've learned Gromit is the dog, Wallace is the man, and they're both lovers. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing a rocket-esque scenario here. <laughs> it's beautiful, but also a crime against nature. Uh, ZJ says, <laughs> I have random memories of watching some of these movies on DVD when I was a kid. That, that I do as well. Josie says... That puss and the ass joke had no right to be this funny. A simple joke, but broke the hell out of me. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed. It's what we bring to the table, clearly. Puss and ass jokes. Um, Daniel says, Another great and enjoyable episode. Keep up the truly Jackman-esque work. And I do agree with Freddy on being weirded out by Wallace and Gromit and flushed away animation. Let's go! The animation really terrified me as a kid. Your biggest hater is coming through here as, as, a, as a fan. Um, I- I know, it's it's an unlikely sparring partner. <laughs> yes, I can look at it now and see how much craft and effort goes into it, but as a kid, truly terrifying. So big FDKW. But again, him loving Shrek 3, a big FDKL, and possibly the best pod story ever, <laughs> went from a new girl drinking game to a Shutter Island-esque diner, and you should definitely do more pods hungover. One of the funniest episodes ever. Keep it up. But BHL, maybe liking Sharp Tail, possibly a big L. Um, well, thank you, Daniel. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, you know, <laughs> trust me, there will be lots of pods that will be hungover in the future. In fact, I mean, yeah. it's been a day. I'm still a little bit hungover now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but... <laughs> in fact, it's been two weeks, and I'm still feeling the repercussions <laughs> of True American. <laughs> Poorly Planned Podcast Clips says Shrek the Turd. Thank you. Um, God damn it. Connor Beer says, The absolute disrespect put on Wallace and Gromit in Shrek 3 is, in hi- is a high-key L, but at least they gave the cinematic masterpiece that it is flushed away the love it deserves. Also, since Donkey became Puss in Boots in Shrek 3, does that make him put... <laughs> does, does that make him Puss in Boots? <laughs> God damn it. God fucking... That really... That caught me off guard. I heart Puss. <laughs> and to answer your question, absolutely it does. <laughs> Cal W says, I thought the part where Freddy went on a 45-minute rampage about why he wants to suck Shrek's toes was weird, but otherwise a great episode. Now I agree. That was, that was actually edited down. I no. hope you know. Um... <laughs> three hours. <laughs> Super Mason says this episode gave me quite the Shrek rection. Um, I'm gonna say you are <laughs> you are blocked forever from the pod. Um, 
never contact us again. <laughs> Shrek erection. Movie boy. Goodness. Shouldn't it be a erection? Er, no, uh, you were right. You, you were right. That was better. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Unblocked. Movie boy says erection. Er, er, Ooh. Could you do a Ben and Fred watch and have a drinking game in there? That is not a bad shout at all. Um, we will have That's a drunk Q&A in episode 200, so look forward to that. Uh, Jake De Bruyne, De Bruyne says, Is that true about Madagascar 4 being put on hold because of the incident? That was, in fact, false trivia, but it might be true, you know. But I did make it up. Cal W says, Honestly, this might actually be one of my favorite pods. You guys should be hungover more often. Well, that's concerning advice, but thank you. I, we, <laughs> But we'll take it to we heart. We can definitely do that. Um... <laughs> Man, wow. I appreciate that comment section was a little more tame than the other one, but um, the other one was one of the most surreal experiences I've ever had. But, <laughs> um, God, uh, excellent stuff. <laughs> Genuine fever dream. Thank you, guys. Then on the fan page, uh, Kean posted, when your Fridays have resorted to constantly checking the podcast page, hoping for a new podcast, we are sorry. But this one, which maybe will be coming out on like a Monday or something, can you believe it? Um, hopefully you enjoyed mm. this, but uh, appreciate you watching out for the pod holy fucking shit i think we are done now um <laughs> <laughs> completely deflated <laughs> i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did drop a like subscribe hit the bell button leave a comment down below but you thought of guardians 3 and other stuff um probably some hashtags i can't stop you if someone could tell us about the pastor thing you know i'm not i don't want to beg for it but like i would, I would appreciate it um <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't really mean that much to me, but I'm but I, getting kind of hurt I don't by the fact like, that I don't know what's going that on. That left out. Um, you can also find <laughs> us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a five star rating, a nice review. Tell your friends about the pod. Tell your family. Um, tell your tell the world. Tell the world. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson, TikTok, BHL Hudson, Letterboxd, Real BHL Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudson visit gmail.com. All these things are down below, as are the fan pages. You can <laughs> fan pages. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at FTK underscore Dalt Sniper, although I evidently don't check it. <laughs> yeah, you, you absolutely cannot. <laughs> you can tag me, and then BHL Hudson might tell me about it later. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Fidalgard. You can find me on Letterbox at FTK underscore Thwelms. And you can find me on YouTube at FTK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Sean Gunn. <laughs>